1: This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen. I'm the president of World Ministries International. I want to welcome all that are watching or listening to The Warning Program. Today, in studio, I have Senior Lead Pastor Ken Flynn. He's the pastor of Out of the Valley Church in Everett, Washington. And they're going on nine weeks of nightly revival meetings. Ken, welcome to The Warning Program. God bless you. Thanks for having us. Well you're welcome I heard about you And I'm glad we finally got together Amen Yes Why don't you give a little bit of your
2: background And then let's get on to what's happening in the church right now Amen Well I'm born here in the state of Washington Up in Lima, Washington I've been a pastor now for going on in, in the ministry as well for about 25 years. Okay. Been overseas in the Philippines as well as here in America and also some in Canada. Praise God. Yeah, God, called me as a young boy to, to preach the gospel through R.W. Shambok.
1: Wow. I know yeah. him? Yes.
2: Yeah. <laughs> An old tent revivalist, right? Yeah, later in life I took the calling from the Lord and been doing it ever since. Hallelujah. Well,
1: very good. I know that you've been in the Philippines. Yes, I have. Pastored over
2: there. Yes, Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, that was a very eye-opening experience. Um of course as you know Philippines is way different than America the culture the way that they do ministry and stuff and that was probably one of the greatest times I grew so much in the Lord just seeing the pastors how they have to pray for even their food and and, and we had to do the same just believe in God and, and have that kind of faith and God opened up the door for us to work with many pastors over there and to help them in revivals conferences just encourage them in their churches as well be a support as well and we just saw many many miracles that was the first time I experienced Blind eyes opening. Wow. Um, a lady had just like egg whites, no pupils. And when I was standing in front of her, I was like, Lord, this is the wrong one. Give me someone with pupils. And uh, her eyes opened up. And <laughs> I learned something very humbling is that when the anointing of God hits someone, when someone gets healed, you can also take a step back and let them pray for people. And just the power of God just really hit that place. Amen.
1: Well, that's exciting. I Heals.
2: know. Watching what God will do. And I could
1: tell you so many stories, including of the blind. Yes. But I'll tell you, it's always exciting, tremendously Mm -hmm. exciting to see what God will do and what he does. Mm Mm-hmm. So in the Philippines, you know, you enjoyed it. You were having great meetings.
2: Oh, yes. You were seeing miracles. Yes. So what brought you back? God sent me back. Okay. Um, I won't say, unfortunately, it was a good timing for me to come back. But we were doing revivals, and the Lord told me to come back to Linwood, Washington, and to open up a church. Wow, Of course, I didn't want to come back because when revivals are happening and people are being healed and you're being, God was really developing me as a pastor back then as well. And again, that was my greatest time to grow, just to experience really the power of God because not knocking America or anything, but when you go to a third world country, again, that faith and to see the miracles come so easy when we pray in miracles like, Lord, what are you doing here, right? Come on, we need you. But to be in that atmosphere, that environment where the pastors wake up and pray so early and they love the Lord. Lord, change my life forever.
1: You know that point in scripture where it says, God resists the proud. Mm gives grace to the yes. humble. Yes, I believe that's very applicable overseas. Mm-hmm. In America, there is literally so much pride, mm-hmm. and people don't recognize it. Yeah, But that uh, proud spirit, that independent spirit, yes. resists the move of God. It does. And they get everything down to uh, logic, and they nullify mm-hmm. the reality of God in America. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, and so God resists the proud again Mm -hmm. i think pride is a major stronghold in america Mm -hmm. again
2: yes absolutely and it is what you just said stopping a move god
1: i believe that Mm -hmm. now um so god sent you back here do you know why
2: Yes, to bring revival to America. Okay. in the state of Washington.
1: Okay. Yes. So you understand the problems we're having right now? Yes. You know, just to cut through the chase, mm-hmm. uh, we're facing a revolution. This is a communist mm-hmm. takeover. Absolutely. They're trying to top of the republic and move us into the new world order. Mm-hmm. Only the church can stop this insanity.
2: Praise God. Yes, you're right.
1: But we've got to have, you know, Second Chronicles 7.14. Mm-hmm. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and turn from their wicked ways. Yes, yes. The key, if my people, if the church, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. will humble themselves and pray. Yeah. They've got to repent because half the churches deny the gifts of the Holy Spirit. They deny sin. They back Mm -hmm. homosexuality and abortion. Mm -hmm. Mainline churches Mm -hmm. under the Federal Council of Churches. Yes. You get into the other half of churches, even though our statement of faith might be correct, Yet, because of what they're hearing in movies, uh, what they're listening to on radio, Mm -hmm. uh, public schools, universities, they have no problems accepting alternate lifestyles. Yeah. We need a revival all through the church. Pastor Ken?
2: Yes, absolutely. You know, you said it's the pride and the spirit of greed that is really stopping Christ. Because when you have a manipulating, controlling spirit behind the pulpit, what do the sheep do? They get blinded to it. There you go. As, As the Lord said, who will pastor my sheep? Who will spread the word of God? And you know, the weight of heaven is upon you and I to preach the truth of the gospel in this hour that will set the captive free.
1: Well, I believe that with all of my heart. I know that as I shared with you in the conference room, years ago I was in law enforcement Mm -hmm. investigating felony crime. I was on the SWAT team and president of the Fellowship of Christian Peace Officers, but... My own pride was stopping from yeah. me moving into the fullness of God, and wow. I, I hated the man, frankly, for what he had done to my first wife. She's with the Lord now, mm. but when you molest or abuse, uh, rape—I'll uh, mm. tell you what—if you're not born again, yeah. uh, you can't forgive. That's right. You flat can't forgive. Yes. It took me five years. Wow. Then when finally I, you know, I was on a large church staff as a lay pastor, as well as. Mm. Uh, A pastoral position on the Fellowship of Christian Peace Officers, but Mm. I had to finally ask God to forgive me. I went to the church, said, you know, some of you call Mm. me pastor, forgive me. Mm. Uh, I've been a hypocrite. I've hated my brother. You know Mm. it. And I went to the man's house, said, I want you to forgive me. Wow. Because it went beyond righteous anger, Mm. which causes you to try to bring him to the cross. Yes. But it went to sheer hatred. I had Mm. sinned. Mm. And so when I did that, asked God Mm. and this man to forgive me. It broke Mm. And uh, I had my first supernatural dream that night. Mm. I saw myself traveling the nations. I saw apocalyptic events. I saw death lines. Mm. Uh, I saw myself meeting with the leaders of the world. Mm. But I saw the heart of God, and it was broken, Ken. Wow. I said, Lord, why is your heart broken? He Mm. said, because my church is in love with the world more than me. Yeah. And I said, why, Lord? He said, because of the pastor behind Mm -hmm. the pulpit. Mm Mm-hmm. I came out of that dream sweating. Yeah. I started resigning of areas of responsibility. I started holding revival meetings, you know, repent and be baptized mm. for the kingdom of God is nigh. Yeah. Not recognizing what I was doing, but I was moving into the prophetic and apostolic. Whoa. But the church has to repent. Mm-hmm. In other words, we're seeing pockets of revival and yes. that is wonderful. Yeah. But we need to have a national revival. Yes. Amen. Or I'm telling you, mm. Ken, millions are going to die yes. if we don't have a national yes. revival.
2: Yes mm-hmm. Pastor Kidd You know it's really amazing That you said that Because um, we're starting Nine weeks now That was before Kentucky We prophesied Kentucky And other states That are now having Sparks revival This is not the real deal yet These are just sparks There's an awakening Yes That's yes. happening in America But the awakening is We need to pay attention To the times And the signs of the times And prophetic word Of the gospel Because God is awakening The church back to prayer again That is the key And it has to come With repentance Just like you said People have to lay At the altars But It has to start with the pastor. It has to start with the leaders. If the leaders won't do it, the sheep won't do it because God is calling order in the church. You know, it's amazing. Earlier this month, God gave me a word for the whole body of Christ that the Lord, if we allow him to, by the prayer, the fasting, the believing, the repentance, and the willingness to walk with Christ again, God says, I'm going to widen the doors of the church. So he said, I'm going to widen the doors of the church and the harvest is going to come in. But he says, and he told me, son, the harvest is going to be in the church, but it's also going to be on the streets. Wow. There's not enough room in the churches. But then the Lord was showing me too, that it's very sad. He's sad because many pastors are called, but they're not doing the work of the Lord. And you know, and you and I see both. I'm not yes, yes. saying, you know, we're a hypocrite or anything because we all have our struggles, right? But the repentance is going to be the key. The and repentance and, and at our church right now, you know, we we're experiencing revival. There's an open heaven happening right now where people are just, you know, so much provision, so many healings, restoration is happening. This is a season of restoration. Wow. What has been lost, broken and, and stolen is coming back. But why is God doing that? Because he is connecting his family to his heart. And the loss has been us because we've been lost. We've been lost because, just like you said, unforgiveness, grieving hearts. You know, when things allow on our our life, God allows our life to happen, you know, and things happen. Why are we saying, God, this is your fault, when sometimes it's just circumstances? But we have that grief that stops us from the heart of God. But God is restoring that brother. Well, you're absolutely right,
1: Ken. Mm. And ladies and gentlemen, if you've just tuned in, uh, I have with me senior pastor Ken Flynn. Mm. He pastors... Out of the Valley Church in Everett, Washington. Amen. Again, nine weeks of revival. We're going to get back to this in just a moment and let him tell you what is going on. But uh, you need, if you're in the area, Everett, Washington, Mm -hmm. check it out. But uh, you're watching right now, listening to The Warning Program. This is Dr. Jonathan Hanson. Again, I lead World Ministries International as well as Eagle Saving Nations as Mm. we need a great awakening. We're trying to get into the stadiums, the NBA arenas. We've gotta have another great awakening. Mm -hmm. Or I'm telling you, I'm telling you, millions of people are gonna die. Mm -hmm. We have to have another great awakening. They're trying to topple the Republic. And I'll tell you what, we can put the most conservative people in Mm -hmm. the Senate, in the House, in the Supreme Court, in the White House. Yes. But unless we come against sins of abomination, even Mm -hmm. Republicans accept homosexuality, I know. this Mm. nation's going to be judged. Yeah. And millions are going to die. Mm -hmm. Uh, Join Eagle Saving Nations now. Go to my website, Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm www.worldministries.org. Pastor Ken, uh, uh, tell us what is going on again. Tell us some of the miracles you're seeing at at the church.
2: Mm -hmm. Amen. So, um, I've been to small revivals and I've, I've been to conferences where, you know, you walk out and you feel so refreshed, but then it's like the refreshing just kind of goes away. You know, it's like um, you have that great speaker at the conference and, you know, yes. and they give you a dynamic directional sermon that gives you all the hope in the world. But when you leave and go home, it's like, you know, where do I start? Where yeah. do I begin? Yeah, <clears throat> The key is we start on our face. Good. We have to start on our face. Good. If we're not starting on our face, God will not show up. He says, he says, "I come to those who hunger and thirst after my righteousness, for they shall see the Lord." God wants to show himself to us, brother, in a dynamic, awesome way that we would have such an encounter, and brother, let me tell you, the problem with the church today, they're not allowing the encounters of God to happen. They no, shut you, him down. You are right, <clears> throat> Ken. Throat>
1: they, they they stopped the move of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm, yes. In fact, half of the churches don't even, if we want to say, believe
2: in the baptism of the Holy oh, Spirit. Wow. Yes. Continue. Yeah. And so what happened was um, nine weeks ago, we um, actually, it was like seven weeks ago. We were laying at the altar and just groaning with, with repentance. Everybody, there wasn't a person standing. Everybody was on the floor repenting. I was repenting for th- things I didn't even know I did. And the <laughs> Lord was just bringing up the service. Like, I did that. Okay, Lord, forgive me. Please, God. And, and But what the repentance was, everybody's heart was in the same place. God, we need you. Yes. We need you to bring your holiness. Yes. As the Bible says, be holy as Christ is holy. God is bringing an awakening of holiness that we would take. Take a stand with the spirit of boldness. Remember when Peter, uh, they were coming against Peter and they said, hey man, you can't do it. And you know what? If you do it, you're in trouble. A spirit of boldness came on Peter and he led over 3,000 to the Lord. It was the first mega church in the Bible. Hallelujah. That's after he was baptized in the Holy Spirit. See what happens? Yes, (laughs) that's right. And so, so what happened? We started repenting and then people started giving their lives to the Lord and the fire of God is in the church, but they're being filled with the Holy Spirit. They're singing in the Spirit. They're speaking in the Spirit. They're praying in the Spirit. It's amazing what is happening. And because of it, a revival door has opened up in our church. I mean, people are seeing Jesus. They're seeing angels. And that's really awesome. We want to see Jesus, but we need to see the hand of God moving. And the hand of God is setting people free, setting the captives free of wounds they've been holding on for years, brother, many years. Hallelujah.
1: Well, that's again it took mm-hmm. me five years to repent of of hatred. Again yeah. my pride was <clears throat> yes. in the way. and again mm-hmm. God resists the proud He gives grace yes. to the humble. Mm-hmm. When I finally got my pride out yes. of the way, mm-hmm. then I had my first supernatural dream mm-hmm. and then it's been a ride yes. ever since of yes. traveling moving mm-hmm. with the Holy Spirit around the world. Yes, but God resists mm-hmm. the proud. yes and so we talked about it earlier. I, I mm-hmm. believe that that word, Pride, Mm. uh, you know, is a major stronghold in America. Yes, it is. And it stops the move of the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. We try to do it in our own vanity, our own understanding. Mm -hmm. And we try to change the Word of God. We think it's too offensive. Yes. Mm -hmm. Well, Ken, I'll tell you, I think that pastor is so arrogant. Mm. You think you know more than God and how to reach the soul of man. You're right. And so you're changing the Word of God. Mm. That's sheer arrogance. Yeah. That's pride. Mm -hmm. Pastor Ken?
2: You're absolutely right. You know, um, God won't move if there's a spirit of pride there. He will not move, and you know because of what you're talking about, the pride in America is causing our communist country to rise up that you're we right. don't want. You're right. And it's because the church has been sleepy, sleepy. And I want to say to the church right now, <laughs> stop being sleepy, sleepy, awakey, awakey. Stop drinking coffee and drink of His cup. That's what the Bible says: taste and see that the Lord is good. Get that encounter, get that freshness, and know that we are called to stop this. Good. We're st- we're called to stop it by supporting ministries that are on the front line. We're called to stop it by number one, pray, and. And to fast you know churches don't fast anymore they think missing mcdonald's for one breakfast is a fast it's not <laughs> you know how long did jesus fast in the desert for yes, 40 days yes and that caused satan to react can you imagine yes satan reacted because of the fa- uh, the, the fast and what do he do he says hey man let me be king and, and jesus like i'm not having it why because he had the strength of the father if we fast and pray together what do they do in the upper room a mighty rushing wind came, and everybody thought they were drunk because it, it wasn't even the drinking hour, right? And they were blown away. But I know if we can unify together and come together and pray and seek God's face, turn from our wicked ways. Heaven is sounding alarm right now, brother. And you know what the alarm is? we got to come boldly to the throne of God and to declare and decree that God is going to move in this hour and that our friends and our family will be saved. You know, you you touched on something, Mm. Pastor Ken,
1: that is so important. Mm. Fast. Yes. Fasting. Yes. It's an extension of prayer. Yes, amen. I know when I was going into Mm. Rwanda, you'll remember they killed 1.3 million people in three to six months. Wow. And uh, I'll tell you what, Mm. God gave me a word for that president and and for the president uh, uh, in Burundi who had also killed a million. Mm. Everybody was leaving. Yes. I had to fast Mm. 42 days. Yes. In other words, I had to get out of the way my wow. pride because when you eat it's self-preservation, you're feeding mm. your yourself Amen. your pride. I had to get out of the way. Mm. Once I fasted forty-two days, wow. I had the strength then to go into that country and mm. deliver a very strong word to the I Parliament, but I had to get out of the way. You know, fasting is something that mm. really
2: needs to be taught a lot more in America. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. Um, These young bucks, they don't know how to fast. You know, and when you call a fast, they're like, what can I fast from? And they come with, how about the people that are on medications? They come with all the excuses. Yeah. If I miss my medication, you know, God, God, you know, he won't let that happen. Well, I'm going to tell you something. You know what God wants to do? He wants to off that medication. Exactly. He wants to set them free because (laughs) in the last days when we're out hiding, there's not going to be time to go get your prescriptions. We need healing right now. There you go. And God is a healing 24 hour God. Hallelujah you know they 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 say you know if you're fasting if God led you into a
1: fast yes what are you worried about your medication? That's right. He'll make it so you don't need medication. Amen.
2: amen. So we, faith is
1: God to arise yes. again,
2: Pastor Ken. That's right, yeah. We had a lady, we have a garbage can up by the altar. People throw cigarettes and they throw their vapors. And one lady handed me her pills. He said, Pastor, throw these away. I don't need them no more. And you know, the old pastor type, are you sure? But then I was like, I rebuke that. <laughs> I'm going to agree with faith with you. Yeah. We're going to stand together. And she's totally healed. Hallelujah. Oh, man. Yes. Praise to God. Praise
1: God. Praise God. Hallelujah. So, uh, you know, people, again, I have with me Pastor Ken Flynn. Mm -hmm. He's a senior lead pastor out of the Valley Church, Everett, Washington. Mm -hmm. you're watching or you've just tuned and listening to the Mm -hmm. warning program, this is Dr. Jonathan Anson. Amen. And uh, there you have... And running Revival. Mm-hmm. Yes. Nine weeks. Mm-hmm. Now, nightly meetings in Revival. Yes. Uh, why don't you tell
2: them, uh, mm-hmm. like, the hours and where it's at? Yeah, absolutely. So we're out of the Valley Church, and you can actually check us out at Um But we are having services every Tuesday night through Saturday night at 7 p.m., Sunday morning, 11 a.m., and also a healing revival every Sunday night at 6 p.m. And I just want to challenge you. People are being healed. The deaf are hearing. The blind are seeing. uh, Just miraculous miracles. We're getting texts of miracles that are happening all the time. Um, Backs and and just amazing things. A lady had a a pulp in her throat. She could not talk. And I prophesied that you're going to cough that out, and God's going to heal you. And Saturday morning, she texted me. She said, Pastor, I coughed out something, and I'm speaking. My wife didn't believe. Her and then, yeah, she's like, No way would that happen! That's impossible, you know. Of course, that's weak faith, right? But praise God! But what happened was, uh, I'm like, I'm gonna call her, and she's yeah. talking. to my wife's like, Is that really you? And it's her, she glory to God, God healed her. God is doing supernatural healing to show his power. You know, his power is here, amen? And I'll just tell you, um, so yeah, so we're meeting and, and it's awesome. We're not stopping. We're going to keep it going till April 31st, May Day for Marriage, May 1st. We have an all-church prayer meeting. We want people to come. We're praying for marriages. We're going to stop. Oh, Pastor, I just want to tell you, um God gave me a word, hallelujah, that God is going to start intervening from our prayers and the homosexuals are going to start coming to Christ. Praise says, the Lord. I'm going to raise up. And Jesus' revolution was a big thing. It showed us about the hippies. Well, God's going to do that now with the homosexuals. And also he's taking it to the jails is what the Lord told me. It's going to be awesome. We are living in exciting times, but we've got to take our post now. We've got to make it happen because we've got to reverse the curse of America's enemy and then we have to bring the blessing of God. Again, ladies and gentlemen,
1: this is uh, Dr. Jonathan Hansen, President of World Ministries International, also Eagle Saving Nations. Amen. I have Pastor Ken Flynn, mm. Out of the Valley Church, Everett, Washington. Mm. Mm. Uh, Pastor,
2: give the address 4601 Elm Street. That's 4601 Elm Street, Everett, Washington. We've got to have another great
1: awakening or this nation is going to fall, ladies and yes. gentlemen. Eagle Saving Nations. Go to my website, www.worldministries.org and subscribe. We want to get into the stadiums, NFL stadiums, NBA arenas, civic centers, mm-hmm. churches. Mm-hmm. We've got to have this type of revival yes. all through America. Yes, The Holy Spirit, once again, coming down, touching the lives of the Believer, So they go forth like Peter now with power and authority to speak Mm. the truth, not fear and intimidation. Mm. I want you to watch this right now, The Science of Judgment. You'll see what's going on in America. Order your copy. It'll be Mm. in over 200 Bible colleges, The Science of Judgment. God bless you. Reverend
3: Dr. Jonathan Hansen has written a book titled The Science of Judgment. God is predictable. There is a scientific pattern for the rise and fall of nations throughout history. We need to understand the laws or the rules of design regarding prophecy and judgment. When it comes to the laws of judgment and prophecy, denominational or personal belief systems have nothing to do with the reality or the certainty of the rule of judgment. Dr. Hansen's objective is to warn leaders of nations of the second coming of Jesus Christ and the plagues or judgments that are coming upon these peoples and nations that reject Jesus Christ as Savior according to the Scriptures.